0: Uh, let's talk about our craziness that we're gonna be talking about tonight. We're gonna to be talking about conspiracy theories. I am joined by Miss Jay Dilla. Um, she Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna jump right into the theme music, Jess, because uh this this show wow. Like I've been obsessing over these the last couple of days. We talked about it on the phone a couple of days ago too. Um, about conspiracy theories and just all the crazy stuff that's out there. So Buckle yourselves up. We had a little emotional moment to start the show, but guys, I promise you it's not going to be that. Uh, it's going to be just insanity uh, going forward from here. So, Mike on the mic on the Rock Deep Rogue Radio Network presents our Conspiracy Theory episode. Rock Deep Rogue Radio and FXBG Pirates
1: Radio Studios presents... This is called Pirate Radio. We tell ourselves... We are the walking dead. Get on the
0: mic! Get, get on the mic! Just get on the mic! Get on, get on the, the
1: mic, mic. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. Mike on the mic! What you it is useless to Don't let yourself be destroyed as only one You. I swear to me. You know the difference between justice and punishment. Mike, Mike. Here's Sub Zero. Now, Blame Zero. Sam, I will end you. This is called
0: the Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children and of all ages. My name is Mike Huntsman and this is Mike on the mic on Rocky's Road right Radio Network. Tonight, I am joined by the beautiful and talented Miss Jay Dilla, and we are going to be talking about conspiracy theories, and I am so excited about this episode, guys. You have no idea. Well, actually, you will have an idea, because we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you about all the insane stuff that's out there, some of the stuff that we actually even believe, some of the things that we're like, man, this is pretty plausible, but then also the stuff that's just totally batshit insane, where you're just like, why would anybody think that? And we're going to go into all of that, and... Maybe even a little bit more. Who knows? That's what's great about conspiracy theories is sometimes you have no idea where they're going to go. So again, my guest tonight, her name is uh, Miss Jay Dilla. Just say hello to the fine fans. Hello. Um. So, one of the things that we share is an equal love of um of oh. conspiracy theories, and we've been talking about this off and on for doing about doing a show for probably over a year now. Um, oh yeah. What, like, what is it that that fascinates you about these? Because, like, for for me, it's just, like, it's the fact that people come up with, you know, they'll see something, and there's a lot of facts to back it up, but they're like, nope, that can't be the real story, and here's why, and they'll give you, like, 65 reasons why, and none of them can be backed up or proven, but they're like, but that's what I believe, and you're like, wait, what? All right. And you really can't fight somebody when they're like, well, that's what I believe, even though there's no proof to it. Like, what, what is so captivating to conspiracy theories for you?
1: Mm, I don't know. I think it's the same thing that, like, in, like, a courtroom, for example, you have to find reasonable doubt in order to, like, find somebody not guilty. And I think that's what makes me, like, just finding, like, reasonable doubt in anything. To yeah. Like, Make your case about it is like what's interesting is just like I don't know finding holes in things and like realizing that there's realizing that we don't know everything you know
0: yeah, and i I think that that that's part of it with me too is like when you there'll be like one small thing that you'll see, and you're like, well, that doesn't really make sense, and from there. And it's, it's I wouldn't say dangerous. Dangerous is the wrong word. But like it really, it really can suck you in. And you can get really caught up in like some of the insane theories that are out there. Like the one that I love, um, and we'll start off kind of light, okay? Because it's going to get real, really fast tonight. Like we're going to talk about some deep shit. But the one that I wanted to start off with is one that you brought up to me about a month ago. Uh, and that is uh, Mariah Carey. Oh my god! yeah, exactly. Like I want you, (laughs) I want you to kind of uh, set the table for us. And and because I I can't even begin to explain this. I mean, you just gave such, when you told me, told it to me, I was like, so what, what about Mariah Carey that she's weird and her fans are nuts? And you were like, no, no, it's so much better than that. But go ahead and let let us in on uh, what's going on with, uh, with Miss Mariah Carey.
1: So I don't even remember how I came upon this. Like, I was just looking at the internet one day, as you do, and I remember seeing somewhere, they were like, no one knows exactly how old Mariah Carey is. And at first, I was like, hey, just look it up. That, like, yeah. you know? like, if you don't know how old a celebrity is, just look it up. It's right there. And then they were like, yeah. And then, of course, I was like, "What? but how old is she? So then I looked it up and on her Wikipedia page it has two different birth years. And they're not like what's so bizarre about this is they're not like years apart. It's not like she's trying to be like 5 or 10 years younger than she really is. It's 1 year.
0: Yeah. That's what blows me away about this. Is it's it's and why? Like what what difference does 1 year really make? Like it's it's such a strange I don't, no, thing. I'm,
1: it's it's weird. It's either 1969 or 1970. Yeah. And that's it. But, like, on the, if you look up Mariah Carey's Wikipedia page, it specifically says 1969 or 1970 for her birthday. And, like, her mom has been interviewed about it, and even her mom has, like, flipped back and forth and also straight up in, like, I don't remember. Like, who doesn't remember their child's birth year?
0: Yeah, it's it's so strange. Like, I don't get it at all. And what's what's interesting about it, though, is, is, like, if you really, like, if you really kind of peel apart the layers and you think about it, like, people didn't start asking her about her birthday until, what, the 90s? You know, maybe the 2000s before it became a thing? And if you really think back, like, do you – can you really remember if it was 1969 or 1970? I mean, can you remember um, – when you went to your first movie with your parents. Was it 1991 or 1992? Like, it's... I can understand that, but it just seems like with a birthday, it would be so much more important. And it would be something that's, like, pretty much written in stone. It's not like somebody's going to come to me and be like, oh, hey, by the way, Mike, you were born in 83, not 82. I'd be like, no, I wasn't. Shut up. Like, it's... it, it, It wouldn't make any sense. And, like... What's even, what's even funnier about this is this is not just some like, random thing that like, people have just been like, oh, dude, check this out. No, people have actually investigated this. Like, there is, if you go on Yahoo, if you go to Yahoo.com and you type uh, – there's an article. It's Yahoo.com slash entertainment slash what is Mariah Carey's real age. We investigate on her 48th or 47th birthday. Um, and this was <laughs> March of 2017. So like, they go to her school, like her high school, and the high school's like, oh, well, we can't tell you because we can't release that information. Um, and, this, and listen to this. From what we can decipher, when the elusive Chantus, uh, Shant- who graduated from Harborfield—oh, I guess that's her nickname—who um, graduated from Harborfield High School in Greenlaw, New York, in 1987, launched her career, her self-entitled album came out in June of 90, uh, 1990, press material must have indicated she was born in 1970, because this is what the New York Times and other outlets noted at the time. In an interview on Video Soul, soon after her record came out, she said as much. Mariah told Donnie Simpson she was 20 when the record came out and 19 when she recorded it. The fact that she stumbled during her response, uh, her response seen here at the 2:37 mark, only fuels conspiracy theories. So people are saying that because she stumbled over her age, that might be why there's a conspiracy theory and why this whole thing is, is even why we're even talking about it today. Yeah, and like, and then it says by January of 1991, other reputable outlets such as People Magazine and the Los Angeles Times were going with a 1969 birth year. The, the latter used in a headline, Mariah Carey doing okay at 21. So they were pretty confident they were correct. Even her hometown paper, Newsday, uh, referred to her as 21 in an article that ran on March 19th of that year, and they had obtained a copy of her senior yearbook and interviewed the vice principal at her school. Fun fact, some of, Mariah Carey, uh, some of Mariah's likes in the 1987 include Corvettes and Guidos. So, so good, to, <laughs> good to know. Yeah, but it's... Why? I don't, I don't get it, Mariah. Which... And like, didn't you say too that like when people ask her when her birthday is, she says is she celebrating the anniversary of her twelfth birthday?
1: Yes, and that's so weird. That's such a weird answer. Like, why do you? Oh, it's so weird.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that at all either. Um, so we started off light.
1: I think she lost her mind.
0: I, I do too, and like we talked about this a little bit um not too long ago that her fans are pretty crazy too. And like there there's a there's an infamous video out there of this it's this poor little blind girl who if you're in the DC area and you're listening to this and you've ever listened to Elliot in the Morning, at the end of the Elliot in the Morning show, you hear this voice go, Thank you for having us. And you're like, Who is that weird voice? Well, it turns out it's this little blind girl who is a obsessive Mariah Carey fan. And what ends up happening is is like Mariah she basically asked Mariah Carey, um, so like that she, so she she wanted to come backstage like after her concert so she could uh, meet her and like kind of like make a wish sort of thing. And Mariah Carey's people were like uh, no, not going to happen. And it became such a big deal that it got into the press and the press were like, "Well, why is Mariah Carey such a bitch?" And Mariah Carey basically like tried to deflect but also still wouldn't come see the little girl. And, like, the little girl's mom was like, well, we're trying to get her to listen to other music, you know, from musicians who who aren't going to be as cruel as Mariah Carey. And the little girl just freaks out. She's like, no, no, I love Mariah Carey, and she loves me. And it was, like, the most uncomfortable thing to watch ever. It was just, like, it made your skin crawl. And it was, like, it just only adds to this, like, mystique of Mariah Carey being absolutely nuts and her fans subsequently being nuts, too. Ugh. Couldn't she just, like... Celine Dion or like I don't know
1: yeah right (laughs) like anybody okay there's something that I want to bring up that we actually didn't talk about we don't have to get in depth about this no you're fine go ahead but Britney Spears can we talk about that for a minute please because that poor woman okay first I'm obsessed with her Instagram obsessed I've never actually
0: what's so great about her Instagram?
1: It is so bizarre. She posts these little videos of her doing, like, fashion shows in her house, but it's just her walking back and forth in different outfits. Yep.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> but Hang just on. her? Hang on. I'm going on Instagram right now. <laughs> I'm going to add her. Yeah. Because I feel like I need to. It's, I and It's like...
1: It's like an unhealthy obsession. Like, I watch them all the time. <laughs> like, anytime she posts a new one, I'm like, there she is. But... Did you know that her father is still like her legal guardian?
0: Yeah, that all came about after she had her like, um her her meltdown when she like um she like lost her kids and she shaved her yeah. head and stuff like that. Like they right. basically like made the father the legal guardian again even though she was an adult because they were afraid for her for her health and safety
1: but it's not like it's so much darker than that is it really like she can't leave the entertainment industry like on her own like on her own free will
0: if she decides that she wants to quit that doesn't work like dad has to approve that yeah how is wow how is it even legally binding
1: yeah, and, like, there are so many, like, I don't I don't want to, like, talk a whole bunch on this, because I, I've only done, like, a little bit of research, so I don't want to, like, spew bullshit into the abyss. Yeah. But, like, basically, her entire, like, that's part of the reason why, like, there have been suspicions that there were drugs involved, but that's part of the reason why she had, like, her mental breakdown. Yeah. Because, like, she didn't, like, want to be an entertainer or performer anymore and there are reports that she wrote her own like song about being like captive in the entertainment industry and took it to uh, her producers like no like we're not going to release this on the radio and she took it herself to a radio station to be played and the people at the radio station were like holy shit like yeah whatever and her like producers and the people she works for like took it and like no one's ever heard the songs except for like a few people
0: wow that i've heard this story before actually like i heard it from somebody that was in the radio industry and they were telling it and they were basically saying like britney spears just showed up to our radio station and they were like why are you here and like yeah like that's Okay, so yeah. here here's the other thing, too, is I, if you search Britney Spears' conspiracy theory on Google, see, and this is part of, like, this is going to be, like, our, our, our subtitle for this is, like, careful where you go on the internet, because you will fall down these rabbit holes. Just like I mentioned with the 8-bit music that I've now become obsessed with, you get into something, and you fall down these holes, and you just, like, you can't pull yourself out because they're so intoxicating. Like, here's a perfect example. Uh, here's a Britney Spears' conspiracy theory. Um it's that Britney Spears is a clone. Um, let me go ahead and I don't and
1: pull- believe that, but I would yeah. believe it if somebody told me that Britney Spears has been replaced with a body double.
0: Yeah. So here's here's what it says. I would love that. Well that that's what they're saying is that Britney Spears is a clone. Um oh. let, let me see if I can find it. Here it is, right here. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of cele- celebrity clone theories out there. Even some celebrities believe them. Uh, the Britney Spears version of this theory, however, deserves special attention. According to the theory, shortly after the release of Spears' classic 1999 album Baby One More Time, the singer and her then beau Justin Timberlake got into a car accident. Justin had some serious burns. Britney was decapitated. What to do? Bring out the clones. As the theory goes, the label commissioned clones of Spears and, ha- and has a few stocked up for them I- um, in the occasion that they need to replace her. Oh, and Jester Timberlake is still alive. He's just in a coma. The version of We See Him uh, Singing right now is a clone as well. This is not mutually exclusive from the conspiracy that Britney Spears was an instrument of the Bush administration used to drum up support for invading Iraq. What?
1: (laughs) This went, like, totally to left field.
0: (laughs) What? This is what? This is why I wanted to do this episode so bad, because I knew it was going to do this, and it was going to be so entertaining. It was going to be just so outlandishly batshit insane that it was just going to be like, how can any of this even be real? Um, some of these others on the site, and this is on uh, thisinsider.com. Oh, this is insider.com. Uh Let me read some of these other crazy ones. Uh, the Illuminati killed the real Slim Shady. In the early 2000s, Eminem, a.k.a. aka Marshall Mathers, Mathers was one of the biggest rappers on earth, but after his 2004 album Encore, he took a five-year break before coming out with Relapse. Uh, why the long hiatus? Mathers attributes it to writer's block drugs and writer's block caused by drugs. But according to a conspiracy theory post, the Illuminati tried to recruit Eminem. Eminem refused, and the Im- Illuminati killed him through a car crash and probably finished him off after it. Uh, after that didn't kill him. Like, <laughs> this is... This is how can you defend that? Like and then apparently Beyonce was never pregnant with a uh, pregnant and Blue Ivy was born through a surrogate mother. Um Stephen King killed uh John Lennon. Uh Katy Perry is actually jean Bonnet Ramsey whose murder remains unsolved. Well, there would be no murder to remain to solve because if she's jean Bonnet Ramsey then she was never actually murdered. Well, <laughs>
1: Some of them are so bizarre.
0: Yeah. What?
1: Speaking of bizarre. Yeah. What about the moon landing?
0: Oh, thank you for taking us into the realm of uh, reality here. Let's okay. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about let's talk about the moon landing here because the, instead of talking about like Katy Perry's Jean Benet Ramsey, let's talk about something that actually has some substance. Okay, like this moon landing conspiracy. Kind of. <laughs> well, oh, supposedly. <laughs> um. Okay. First off, I believe it. I think that we landed on the moon. Period, and and I've heard a lot of people say contrary, and I've heard a lot of crazy reasons why. But I just I don't think that any any of it's fake. Um, it, it just it would it's a lot of it's a lot of effort to go to to not really accomplish anything, you know, other than saying we've landed on the moon. Like, what do we really get by landing on the moon? Other than saying we did it, you know? Yeah, it, it's. I guess it's like, I guess I could see from the, the standpoint of it, it would be like a kid in high school who's trying to tell, convince all of his friends that he's not a virgin anymore, even though he has no <laughs> proof. Like, no, totally, I'm not. And of course, it's always another girl who goes to a different school that nobody else knows. But like, this just doesn't, th- there was so much more going on here. Like, there were actual people that have been in space. Like, there, there's things that can prove that they were in space. Like, you can actually get a telescope, and if it's powerful enough, you can actually see the tracks. Of the moon landers on the moon. So I feel like you can prove these things and there would be no reason not to be truthful about this. Like, why lie? But, mm-hmm. Jess, please make your case. I would love to hear why you think that the moon landing might have been fixed.
1: Okay, so I'm going to be up front right now okay. and say I don't – I'm not, like, an expert on the moon landing. I haven't, like
0: – your, In your free time, you happen to have yeah, done no. – tons of research on the on the subject.
1: I really don't even know that much about yeah. it to be honest. I gotcha. But and it's not like I'm like no, it didn't happen. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying at all. I believe it could have hap- it could happen, but I also believe that it could have not happened.
0: <laughs> okay. Like yeah.
1: You know what I mean? And most of the time when I talk about it, I like I get over dramatic about it cuz it's funny. Cuz yeah. I know it's like absurd. But like I just it just seems like once we got to the moon, nothing else happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's like, if we went there once, then why would we need to go back? But why wouldn't you go back when technology has advanced so much? Yeah. And they're like, well, we can just send things to the moon. And it's like, if you made it such a huge deal that we made people go to the moon, yeah. then why wouldn't it be a huge deal again with like the technology we have now to get images on the moon? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I I mean I see what you're saying, but like it it was also one of those things. Go ahead.
1: Sorry, I was just gonna say it's not like I'm not someone who's like they made it all up, and like it's not like lack of evidence from the past. Yeah, it's more like why aren't we further in the future if it happened? You know what I mean?
0: I, I got what you're saying. Um, this is it's a topic I absolutely love. Um. And there's, there's so much more. There's so many more that we can get into. But what we're going to do real quick, guys, um, is you are listening to Mike on the Mike on the Rock Deep Rogue Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am joined by Miss J. Dilla. Uh, we are talking about conspiracy theories. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of set the table. We're going to tell you guys some of the things that we are going to be talking about. Um, but we're also going to take a quick break here. Uh, for just a minute so you guys can hear a little bit more music, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about them. Jess, give me a, a couple of the ones that we got to talk about tonight.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I can tell you one that we that I am obsessed with and we have to talk about. Um, I think we need to talk about uh, the 9-11 cover-up, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the thing about 9-11 cover-up, again, is like, I don't know that much. Again, I I didn't get like all into it, but I know I know some about it. Pearl Harbor and the oh, yeah, that one's California gonna be great. wildfires. Yes.
0: These are Those all are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um So what we're going to do? Again, we're going to play some music for you for a little bit uh for like a couple minutes. When we come back, we'll be talking about the uh theories behind uh, the conspiracy of the California wildfires? Like, there's a conspiracy? Oh, yes, there is. Just wait. We will tell you all about it. We're going to talk about Pearl Harbor. We're going to talk about 9-11. We're going to talk about the JFK murder because there's a conspiracy behind that, too. Stay tuned, though, because Mike on the Mic on the Rock Deep Rogue Radio uh, network will be right back. Tonight's podcast sponsored by Rock Deep, Inc. Have you ever listened to Rock Deep Rogue Radio and said, man, what is this Rock Deep thing? I don't even know what that is. Like, what are they talking about? Well... It's a company, but not only is it a company, it's a lifestyle. Rock Deep Inc. is a company that was started in 2013 by our founder, Rocky Parrish. It is not solely dedicated to selling footwear and apparel, but providing sincere customer service. Our main goal, and this would be Rock Deep's main goal, is to provide quality products with style, comfort at more than a competitive price. Why purchase one outfit for $120 when you can buy two or three with us for the same price? Why purchase a pair of sneakers for $150, maybe $200, when you can purchase three or four for the same amount? Check with the site. The site is www.rockdeepinc.com. Check with us. On a regular basis, we're going to be adding products weekly. Uh, also, check back for price discounts with our different coupon codes. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Rock Deep Inc. Just look us up. We're there. All sorts of great stuff. We're working to expand our business globally with franchises and giving those who may have never thought they'd be a business owner in this field the opportunity to not just be an owner, but give back to the community. That's what we're all about here at Rock Deep Rogue Radio. That's what Rock Deep Inc. is all about. That's why we're a family. That's why we're doing this together. Check out rockdeepinc.com as soon as you get a chance. All right, guys. Welcome back to Mike on the Mic on the Rock Deep Rogue Radio Network. Uh, that little musical interlude was brought to you by FXBG Pirate Radio. They are our sponsors. They are our hosts here when it comes to our live airwaves that we run. So we definitely want to give a big shout out to them, um, but also to Rock Deep Inc. That is our, um, our founder's company that he runs. Uh, it's shoes, it's apparel. There's a store opening event that they're going to be doing, they're going to be doing basically like a pop-up event uh, on February the 24th. Uh, Check the website. Go to rockdeepinc.com for further details where you can get all sorts of awesome apparel and shoes. You get to meet Rocky. You might get to meet some of the uh, Rock Deep Rogue Radio uh, personalities such as myself, Vivian Perea, Yolanda, Harvey, uh, Tamika Rector. You can meet uh, Jay Lee himself. Uh, All sorts of possibilities of people that you can get to meet and get to know, and then also get some awesome apparel as well. So, Jess, when I last left you, uh, we were talking about uh, wonderful and awesome and crazy conspiracy theories. Um, I wanted to start with one that, like... Okay, so with 9-11, I can't, I can't go into it too much. And the reason why is because it it, it almost needs its own individual episode because there's so much stuff going on with it but um yeah this was like for anybody who's i would say i would say like you had to have been at least like in middle school like you had to be at least a teenager to really understand what was going on but also really be affected by i mean i'm sure that there are younger kids that were affected by this but like this was something that changed everything this is well, something that completely changed our country. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Also affected and like you said, you had to be a little older to understand what was going on, but in a way the younger kids were so affected because they didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. Like cuz I wasn't in middle school. I was in 3rd grade when it happened. Oh
0: my god. Yeah. And all yeah. and all and, you probably remember is just everybody was really really sad and you didn't know why.
1: Well, I did. I did cuz we, i mean like it was explained to us what was happening because in third grade is when 9-11 happened and then in fifth grade is when the dc sniper shootings happened oh gosh yeah so and i lived in nova at the time and so in third grade i i just remember i remember hearing that the uh the twin towers had been hit by a plane and i didn't know what the twin towers were yeah but I remember getting, like, ripped out of school, like, my aunt immediately came and picked me up, and then we had, like, bomb drills for the first time ever. We started having drills if there was a bomb in the school, and then we literally, like, once the war started and everything was happening after 9-11, we literally every year had to take kits to the school. It was, like, a bin that had like a blanket of ours in it and a photo album of our families and like letters from our parents and non perishable food items to eat in case we like got stuck in our school. Wait, are you serious? Or in case something happened. Yeah.
0: I didn't know any of this because like I was, I was 18 when 9 11 happened and I was. I mean, I, I was going to college, but I, had, I was taking some time off because I, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, and I was actually getting ready to leave on a road trip to go from Virginia to uh, Idaho, where my cousins lived. I was going to spend some time out there with them, and it was happening as I was driving out there. So, like, I was already an adult, and I was, like, out living my life, and then, like, I actually ended up joining the military because of it. Like, I went out to Idaho to visit my cousins, and I was like, I can't stay here. Yeah. This is too messed up, and I ended up joining the military because of it. So, like... I never got to experience any of that stuff. Like, that's crazy. Wow.
1: Yeah, which is why – because I actually talked about it in therapy because, like, I remember being in fifth grade and being like, what if there was just, like, a bomb that went off? Like, and just, and, like I remember being in fifth grade and being like, what – I wonder if I would be affected if there was a bomb dropped on DC. I wonder, like, the radius that it would affect. Like a and nuke, And my yeah. therapist was like, fifth graders didn't think about those things before, yeah. like, 9-11 happened. And, like, obviously the wars before they did, but, like, it hadn't been in so long that she was, like, your generation, like, you understood enough of the bad things to happen for it to be, like, a traumatizing thing, but also, like, not having a full understanding of what was happening also caused a lot of anxiety and trauma for you guys. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, it gosh... Was crazy. I can only imagine how little kids had to cope with this. Like, I... I didn't think about that at all because I was more focused on the other side of it where it was like, this is the first time that I didn't feel safe in our country. You know, like people were attacking us because and we were told it was because, you know, they're jealous of the way we live and of the life that we have and all these things. And like, that's why I wanted to talk about the conspiracy theory of this one so much. And again, too, we are going to do another episode of this, so we're only going to touch on this briefly, and then we'll we'll go on to another one. But, like, the conspiracies – and I'm just going to touch on a little bit. But, like, um, for instance, I'm reading this on um, Time.com, so Time magazine, which is is a very reputable source, uh, regardless of what any idiot president may say. Um, Not since the JFK assassination has there been a national tragedy so heavily imprinted in American minds or that has given rise to quite as many alternative explanations. While video and photographs of the two planes striking the World Trade Center towers are famous around the world, the sheer profusion of documentary evidence has only provided uh, even more fodder for conspiracy theories. A May 2006 uh, Zogby poll found that 42% of Americans believe that the government and the 9-11 Commission concealed or refused to investigate critical evidence that contradicts their official explanation of the September 11th attacks. Why had the military failed to intercept the hijacked planes? Had the government issued a stand-down order to minimize interference with a secret plan to destroy the buildings and blame it on Islamic terrorists? In 2005, Popular Mechanics published a massive investigation of similar claims and responded to them. The reporting team found that the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, did not have a history of having fighter jets prepped and ready to intercept aircraft that had gone off-route. And while the team had found no evidence that the government had planned the attacks, lack of proof has rarely stopped conspiracy theorists before. So... I, as somebody who was in the military, I, I completely agree with that statement of NORAD just wasn't prepared. Because you want to know something, that the government sucks at is communication and getting shit done in a in like a in a fast manner, and that's a perfect example. I, I don't think that this was like some big plot to to do you know like to to destabilize the economy and to to have a reason for us to go into the Middle East and like. Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. I just don't think that our government is that well organized. I really don't. And like, I don't think George W. Bush is that smart, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll go in, and again, we are going to go into more detail about this later. And there's all these people who say, oh, there's no possible way that this building could have collapsed in free fall. And, and, and you'll see all this stuff. And like, I just I don't believe that anybody really truly knows what's going to happen to a big, giant building when a plane crashes into it because it hasn't happened before. It's unprecedented. And until somebody has the ability to test that, then we're never really going to know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that one is just like, people are so adamant about that one too. There are people who just, no matter what you say, oh, well, it's definitely this or, oh no, there's no way that it's possibly that. I mean, I I just think it's somewhere in between. Like my uncle, my uncle Steve, who was a a U.S. Marshal for years is one of his favorite things to say is, you know, there's two sides to every story. And somewhere in the middle lies the truth, and I and I think that that's pretty accurate. Now, the yeah. um, I mentioned it before. I wanna, I mentioned it in that article actually, because they talk about the JFK assassination. I wanna talk about that one too, because I think that that's like the granddaddy of them all. I think that that's the one that started modern day cons- conspiracy theorists, because this was, I mean, this was the first time a modern president had been assassinated. You know, the last one before him was. um was McKinley, and hmm. this had such an impact because he was a young president, and he had mobilized the young people of America, and everybody was behind him, and, and we were just so excited for what he could do. And he was gunned down in essentially in his prime. Only I want to say he was only three years into his term, um, and there's just so many conspiracy theories behind it. Like, um, did you have you read up on any of the JFK assassination uh, conspiracy theories?
1: Um, I've heard a. Few, but I haven't like done research on them. No.
0: Yeah. So, like, the the big theory is is that um, Lee Harvey Oswald did not work alone. So, and you've heard it like it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's embedded in our pop culture DNA of the the gunman on the grassy knoll. You know, and that there was a second gunman, and that's the only way that it could possibly have happened. Um, so, like, this is what the Time magazine article says. It says um, others suggest that a second gunman, perhaps on the grassy knoll of Dealey Plaza participated in the shooting um an abc uh, news poll found 70% of americans believe kennedy's death was the result of a broader plot wow 70% that's a lot um uh, the trajectories of the bullets say uh some say didn't square with oswald's perch on the 6th floor of the texas school book depository uh, others suggest a second gunman others believe that even in broader conspiracy was kennedy killed by the cia agents acting either out of anger over the bay of pigs or at the behest of vice president lyndon johnson or kgb operatives or mobsters mad at kennedy's brother for in, uh, initiating the prosecution of organized crime rings so there were so many different things going on and i think that that's why this one has held water for so long is because yeah. there were so many different pieces and like one of the things, too, that I, that I find fascinating is, like, we as people, the reason why conspiracy theories uh, conspiracy theories are so popular is that we don't want to believe that our world is subject to such random acts of, of violence and chance. That yeah. everything can come tumbling down with a matter of a couple of, of decisions one way or the other. And... It's, it, it makes you feel safe. It's almost like a security blanket to think that the only way that crazy things could happen is some ma- massive plot involving so many different pieces. And that's the only possible way that a president could get assassinated, not just some crazy psycho gunman who decided to shoot him.
1: That's true.
0: And it's, it's so much safer to think that everything has to be a grand plot. And also, it's it's fun. You know, like, to be perfectly honest, it's fun to be like, wouldn't it be cool if it was this and this and this and this? And it turns out that, like, all of this was all a big plot. Like, it's, I mean, that's why movies like this are so popular. Yeah. Yeah. You You feed into my insanity sometimes, Miss J. Dilla. <laughs> and you fed my insanity in a wonderful way when you sent me a YouTube video about the California wildfires and i'm i'm going to pass the mic to you cuz i've been talking a lot already give me a little bit of insight on this one because this one was this is just recent too i mean the california wildfires were just within the last yeah. year in 2017 so um tell me a little bit about this this theory that you uh, that you were talking about
1: so there's a theory that the california wildfires were actually started by lasers
0: this is so great oh my god <laughs>
1: like giant <laughs> lasers in space <laughs> Which sounds insane, yes. like most conspiracy theories. Yeah. but but you know how they say that life imitates art. Yeah, like there are things that have happened. Like the Simpsons are a great example. There, the, there are things that have happened in the Simpsons that are happening now. Yeah, that like
0: yeah, Trump were is president. Mm, years yeah. ago,
1: and now are coming true. Yeah, and that's sort of the premise of life imitates art is there's a form of art of something made and then it happens in real life later on down the road. Yeah. And there's a movie, RoboCop.
0: It's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Yeah. Like, it sounds so crazy, but yeah. in RoboCop, there is the laser in space.
0: Yeah. It's it's like, a, it's and the Star Wars defense system, essentially, that um, President Reagan tried to initiate in the 80s. So that's where that was coming from. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: And It hits five, I think it was five, right?
0: Yeah, five cities.
1: Yeah, five cities in California. And the exact spots where the laser hit in the movie is where the fires were in California. And, as if that wasn't enough, because you might be like, oh, that's a coincidence. Mm -hmm." Yeah. Well... There were some reports of, like, people's houses completely burning down to the ground. Like, nothing left of their house. No structure. But they didn't... There was no fire surrounding their house. Yeah. Like, none of the shrubs, none of the bushes, the grass, nothing around their house was burned down.
0: Yeah. It was
1: just their house. And also, if you look at the photos of the California wildfires where they were, the ground is literally, like, leveled from everything. The houses, the cars, everything. They're just leveled to the ground. And that, like, usually doesn't happen with fire. Like, usually there's some sort of structure left behind.
0: Yeah, and there's, like, there's trees that are still standing. And, like, it's... Oh,
1: that's another thing. The trees. Yeah. So, there's been a video that goes around uh, Facebook of a tree getting struck by lightning. And... There's also been a video from California that somebody took during the wildfires where the inside of the tree is on fire. Yeah. And it's literally burning from the inside out. It's not like the outside still looks normal and there's fire on the inside of it. And the only time that you see that happen is when a tree has been struck by lightning, it'll burn from the inside out. Yeah. And what is similar to lightning lasers laser.
0: boom yeah just saying deal with that <laughs> that just happened um are you ready for an even better well not a better conspiracy theory but an alternative conspiracy theory as to what caused the um uh, the uh, wildfires in california
1: huh
0: mexican drug cartels
1: oh my god i believe that too
0: yeah um law enforcement officials and legal marijuana industry leaders alike are begging are beginning to suspect the mexican drug cartels played a role in starting the deadly fires While massive wildfires are are far from uncommon in California forests, they usually occur in December and January, not October. Moreover, this year's have wildly been described as unprecedented in size and destruction. Some 16 fires have burned over 200,000 acres of land in Northern California so far. Law enforcement authorities, including senior uh, Department of Homeland Security officials and key people within the legal marijuana business, quickly noticed that the areas hit hardest by the wildfires are the same places that California's marijuana industry legally grows cannabis. Viv Perea, Tell me you're listening to this shit. Oh, my God. And now they're starting to suspect foul play. The California wildfires. Oh, we got to talk to Eddie Lepp about this, Viv. Seriously. Like, get on this. Like, right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But, like, that's that's crazy. Oh, oh is Viv listening? She says, blame everything on the Mexicans and the weed, is what she said. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Viv. Appreciate it. Oh, my God. Um... Wow, so it, so it's either lasers, or the drug cartels. It couldn't be natural. It couldn't just happen because that happens in California all the time, right? Like, anyways, Um, let's. (laughs) Thank you for that, Jess. Thank you for bringing that one up. That's that one is, that's one of my favorites. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts, but I love it. Um, I wanted to talk about a little bit one that's a little bit more serious. Um. for just a second because it has to do with my heritage um, and that is the conspiracy theory and you guys can't see it right now but I'm doing the frustrated face palm rubbing my temples in anticipation of a headache that's going to come from how stupid this shit is um, but there are people who believe that the holocaust was not real and it's a level of frightening that I can't, I can't even begin to explain to you like I, I yeah First off, I don't even have a first off. Jesus, um, th- this is so baffling that people think that this wasn't real. Like six million people, six million Jews. That's not even, and that's not even bringing in the fact that there were uh, homosexuals, there were gypsies that were killed and slaughtered by the Nazis as well. That add to the six million. You know, like it was, it was over eight million, nine million people that were slaughtered by the Nazis. And this is what it says. There are people like the president of Iran right now, uh, Mahmoud uh, Ahmadinejad, says that the Holocaust is a myth and suggests that Germany and other European countries, rather than Palestine, provide land for a Jewish state. Uh, Most revisionists do not deny that Jews were interned in prison camps during World War II. Rather, they argue that the number of deaths was greatly exaggerated. Gas chambers are a particularly sticky point. Holocaust deniers say they were purely a rumor and if indeed they existed, were not powerful enough to kill, though evidence in history indicate otherwise. And the photographs of emaciated and dying Jews, uh, attorney Edward J. Steele, a revisionist, said all those pictures of skinny people and bodies stacked like cordwood were actually of Czechs and Poles and Germans who died of typhus, which was rampant in the camps. So it wasn't the Jews. There's there's no way. There's no way that the Jews were, were exterminated. You know, there's not a whole museum in DC devoted to this. There aren't people that are still around that have the um, the tattoos uh, emblazoned onto their forearms with a uh, number because that's how the Nazis kept track of oh, Jesus Christ. This one makes me so mad. Like I, I, why would anybody want to dispute this? Why would anybody want to say that there's no way that, Oh, well it, it couldn't have been 8 million Jews or 6 million Jews. There's no way. There's no way it, it was. It was somebody else. Like Why?
1: White nationalist, white nationalists
0: would want to do that. Yeah, yeah, and then the New York Times will do a, a story about it and talk about how delicious their spaghetti looks.
1: Yeah. Fuck.
0: <laughs> I forgot how mad the news makes me. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, like, oh my god, like that's just, and like I, I had, I had family members that went to war. My, my grandmother was a nurse in Brooklyn, living a very comfortable life, and while World War II was happening. And a supervisor said to her, um, you know, hey, you need to work this shift that we promised you We you were going to give you off a month ago. And she's like, no, that's not going to happen. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to quit? And he was, she was like, uh, yeah, motherfucker, I am going to quit. And she quit and she joined the army that day and left for India like oh, two weeks later to help as a nurse in the war. Like that's... That's sick. Yeah. Like my grandma was a badass, dude. Like yeah. she's like, she's like my hero, dude. And like, That that's some awesome stuff right there, and like because they knew what was going on, because Jews had tried to come to America and try to get political asylum, tried to come here as refugees, and we turned them away. Boy, does that sound similar to something that's going on right now? Like it's it's not. The fact that the people even think that there's no way that it possibly exists just just screams again white nationalist racism. Like it's there's no way that yeah. people could be exterminated in this way. It's just it's it's disgusting. Um, anyways, there's,
1: let's. I saw a thing on. Yeah. I saw a thing on Facebook today, and it said my desire to be well informed is currently at odds with my desire to remain sane, <laughs> and that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. What are um. <laughs> Give me, give me another one that you got, because I know we had talked about some of the other ones that we wanted to talk about. Um, there are some pretty interesting ones out here, and there's one that we didn't mention in our uh, little bump there that I wanted to talk about here, too. But is there are there any others that you want to make sure we bring up before we uh, kind of close up shop here in a little bit? No. Okay. Listen to this one. The CIA Good. and AIDS. So
1: mm-hmm. this is,
0: again, this is on the time on, on time.com. Uh, Since the Center for Disease Control and Prevention first reported the HIV epidemic in 1981, rumors have persisted that the deadly virus was created by the CIA to wipe out homosexuals and African Americans. Even today, the conspiracy theory has a number of high-profiler believers. Uh, South African President uh, Thabo Mabiki once touted the theory disputing scientific claims that the virus originated in Africa and accused the U.S. government of manufacturing the disease in military labs. When she won the Nobel Peace Prize, Kenyan ecologist uh, Wangari Maathi used the international spotlight to support the theory as well. Others insist that the government deliberately injected gay men with the virus during 1978 Hepatitis B experiments in New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. Still others point to Richard Nixon, who combined the U.S. Army's Biowarfare Department with the National Cancer Institute in 1971. Though the co-discoverers of HRB, uh, Dr. Robert Gallo of the National Cancer Institute and Dr. Luke uh, Montinger of uh, Pasteur Institute in Paris, don't agree on its origins, most members of the scientific community believe the virus jumped from monkeys to humans sometime during the 30s. Like, that one's wow. Like, that kind of ties together with like the Holocaust one too, because like if we if we want to believe in this crazy racist world, what more would lead credence to that than a bio a bioengineered disease meant to wipe out homosexuals and African Americans? Like, that's, I
1: kind of believe it though.
0: I I don't. I'm not gonna say that I believe it, but no. like.
1: It, but I believe that the government is capable and willing to do that because it's like a known fact that the government plays a role in like sterilizing women of color.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean to tie, tie that together, the government has already – we've seen evidence and there's actual proof of it. Um, here's a perfect example. If you guys have watched that Netflix series, Stranger Things, and you think that all of that is just science fiction, that project, that um, 11 – is involved in, MKUltra, that was real. The US government was experimenting with LSD and other psychotropic drugs to try to see if they could control people's minds. So, like, the government screwing around with drugs and bio-warfare, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And, like, it's...
1: Yeah. Well, in the first half of the 20th century, there were a ton of programs um, instituted in countries around the world, part of, like, eugenics... Oh yeah, Um, that were intended to prevent uh, people populating who would be considered carriers of defective genetic traits. Yeah, and like, what? Yeah, like we're not trying. I mean, I I don't know, man. It's crazy.
0: It it is, but that's why it's so fascinating too. Like it's, um, yeah, it's you. You just can't help but like just want to be diving into more of this and this is why it's so like addictive once you do it you're just like oh man i got there's so much more that i want to read um (laughs) i got one for you one that you've been like oh this is totally true and and it's probably in jest but in the things that we've seen in the last year in the political spectrum i wouldn't be so so shocked if it was true and i'm gonna read this one before i tell you what the title is and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about as soon as i start reading it they are among us Blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extra-dimensional reptilian humanoids with only one objective in their cold-blooded little heads, to enslave the human race. Reptile people.
1: Mm, Lizard people. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. They exist. Donald Trump. Yes, right? Is a lizard person. Yeah,
0: and that's what it says. It says they are our leaders, they are our corporate executives, our beloved Oscar-winning actors and Grammy-winning singers, and they're responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the 9-11 attacks, at least according to former BBC sports reporter David Ick, who became the poster human for the theory in 1988 after publishing his first book, The Biggest Secret, which contained interviews with two Brits who claimed members of the royal family are nothing more than reptilians wearing crowns. (laughs) Okay, I was with you for a second, but I don't know if I can believe this one. The conspiracy theorist and New Age philosopher who wore only turquoise for a time and insisted on being called son of Godhead says that Anunnaki, the re- the reptiles, have controlled humankind since ancient times. They count among the, their numbers Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, Bill and Hillary Clinton, and Bob Hope. Encroaching on other conspiracy theorist territory, it even claims lizards behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. <laughs> so he was just like, he took every conspiracy theory and he smashed them all together and was like, fuck it, they're responsible for everything. Moon landing, they faked it. Because lizard reasons. Like, it's... Oh, my God. This is wonderful. Oh, this one's even better than I could have thought. Oh, man. Since earning the dubious title of Paranoid of the Decade in the late 90s, Ick has written several books on the topic, including his latest work, The David Ick Guide to the Global Conspiracy, while operating his own website, complete with merchandise and advertisements. (laughs) Oh, this is wonderful. Jess, I think we need to see if they're hiring. For real. Work on the website about lizard people controlling the world
1: i just like true though yeah they literally go home and take off their human skin suits
0: oh it's like that movie they live where oh no those are aliens though like that was with the where uh rowdy rowdy piper had the sunglasses and he could see the aliens yeah i just like again though it, it all goes back to we don't want to believe that humankind is capable of some of the atrocities that we've committed. We don't want to believe that we possibly could have perpetrated the Holocaust, that we could blow up the Oklahoma city building that we could do nine 11. So making it lizard people just makes it that much more convenient. But then you see Donald Trump and it makes the lizard people thing make a lot more sense. So it's, it's kind of crazy and it's, oh man, I feel like, oh, I feel gross now. I feel like I need a shower. Um, there's got to be one that's just, like, just so off the wall and stupid, like, that we can, like, kind of cleanse our 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 palates with. I'm going to see if there's any good ones for Nicolas Cage. I feel like he's got some really good conspiracy theories, doesn't he? Other than he's Nicholas just... Nicolas Cage? Yeah, he's, like, he's just crazy. I mean, like...
1: He's weird. He's a weirdo.
0: See photographic evidence that Nicolas Cage is a vampire. I mean, that sounds legit, right? Um,
1: okay, wait. I have something that's not a conspiracy theory, but I feel like kind of falls into this, and it's really weird. Okay,
0: go ahead.
1: Have you ever seen Vince Vaughn's thumb?
0: Hang on. No, but I will now. Vince Vaughn. thumb. Thumb. Oh, wait, wait. You know what we have to talk about? Do you want to know what is... His... The conspiracy theory that we need to talk about? I mean, his thumb is freaky. Like, what the hell? What's wrong with his thumb? <laughs> Dude, what is wrong with his thumb?
1: Okay. I I What I think happened is I think the top half of his thumb got, like, cut off or something, and his nail grows over top of it, but it literally looks disgusting. But there's another one. Is Denzel Washington's pinky?
0: Yeah, I'm looking on this website, and it shows Denzel Washington's pinky. He's broken pinky.
1: It's like not just broken, but like,
0: well, like if you straight fucked. <laughs> if you ever watch like a football game, right? And like a player breaks his finger in a game, that's what it looks like. That's what that looks like.
1: Yeah, but forever.
0: Why didn't he get it fixed? What's wrong with Denzel? Why didn't you get your finger fixed, buddy?
1: It's so bizarre. That is weird.
0: Wow. Um This is a better conspiracy theory. So there was one and, and I wanted to mention this one, um, because we'll, we'll it's it's like we'll close up in like nine fifteen here. Um so the iphone conspiracy theory this was a theory for a long time well apple just wants you to buy a new iphone and they slow down their older models and and most people were like oh that's stupid they wouldn't do that they can't do that right there's no way that they would do that oh actually it turns out that it's true and they do in fact do that and that was like crazy because like all of a sudden once that was proven true it's like every other conspiracy theory now possibly could be valid and it was like, if the iPhone thing is true, then 9-11 could be true. too. It's like, it's, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, that one was true. But then the other one that I wanted to mention too is we talked about this and this has happened to me now three or four times and it's freaking me out. Facebook is listening
1: i told you and you were like no it's not a big deal it's kind of cool and i was like after a while it gets fucking weird
0: it's gotten it's gotten fucking weird and i'll give you an example so we were talking to like it was me and sandy and jackson we're just sitting around just doing nothing right and jack's just out of nowhere goes i want a butter churn and we're like why the fuck would you want a butter churn like you're nine what are you gonna do with a butter churn And he was like i don't know they just look cool you get to crank it and you make your own butter and we're like all right whatever weirdo you know nine-year-olds say weird things right I'm going to send you, I'm going to read you the text interchange that went between me and Sandy today. Because after he said this, me and Jack's left to go to the reception for uh, for EK's brother. Um, and this is what Sandy says uh, No effing lie. Guess what just popped up on my Facebook marketplace suggestions? A butter churn. Hashtag Facebook is listening. Like, yeah. that's not something normal. That's not like, man, I really could use a new pair of shoes. And then an ad on Facebook pops up and is like, hey, new shoes are for sale at, at, at target right now and you're like oh that's convenient yeah yeah
1: yeah. but something also that i've been thinking about is because i've talked to you briefly about this before on another topic is the trend thing and part of me thinks that the the algorithms are getting better at almost like predicting what you're going to look at or see based on things that you've already looked at or seen okay yeah and, like, based on other people whose browsing histories or interests or information about them is like comparable to yours. Yeah. Is like similar to yours, and seeing what they're currently looking at as maybe something that you're going to be looking at. The butter churn thing is weird. Yeah, but I know, right? Like, in terms of like, uh, like I said, the other night I watched a video, and the title of the video, oh, it was about the apples. I watched a video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were telling me about this. Video, yeah, yeah, go ahead. The title of the video was how to make your 2018 more interesting. Yeah. That's the whole title of the video. The, the description was just the person's social media links. There's nothing in the description of the video. And in the video, she was like, there are 7,500 varieties of apples in the world. And I, like, after I watched the video, I was like, I wonder if that's true. So I Googled how many varieties and before it has the google autocomplete and it typed in how many different varieties of apples are grown in the world was the very first one and i was like what (laughs) what What does that even how did it know like out of anything that could have been why did it know that i wanted to know that (laughs) it's just it's weird man the internet's weird it's only gonna get weirder
0: yeah <laughs> I, I i tend to agree but it's like it doesn't it, it's not that it bothers me like it's it's interesting and it's kind of yeah. cool because sometimes if you like well because like from the from the base level of it it's like the, the concept of you google search something and then there's an ad for it pops up that's all based on your cookies like that's that's not if you know anything about computers, that's enough to like not like freak you out that much. That's just like eh, okay, all right. Well, this is kind of weird, but okay, cool. I can deal with it. But like when you don't even do it, is like and and they've said too that there is technology out there. There was there were televisions, and I can't remember what brand of television it was, but it was literally listening to you, and it was like recording what you were saying, um, so that it could make suggestions about shows that you were wanting to watch. And like a lot of times, they can just kind of play this off of like, oh, it's really not that devious or deceptive but like it kind of is when you think about it like to make a yeah. better to make a better ad for you they're listening to every conversation you're having
1: I don't think that the developers of these things yeah. are people who are ill-intended I think the developers are like super nerds who just want to see where it can be taken to you know what I mean like it's interesting to them yeah but that's when the government like I hate being that person but that's when the government can step in like what they did with Apple about like backdooring iPhones
0: yeah yeah
1: like that's where the government can step in and be like wait we can utilize these tools for like their own ill-intended things and it's like um the controversial Burger King commercial with uh the google home
0: oh no i haven't seen that what what was that
1: it was i think it was last year the year before maybe a couple years ago yeah um but there was a burger king commercial and it was like something about wanting to keep commercials short but here um let me show you something cool and it said hey google what's a whopper and people's, like, Google Home, like, yeah. and, you know, like, the Alexa things that'll yeah. read things off to you. Yeah. It took that, and it would read out what a Whopper was, like, in your home. Like, the device turned on.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool. And it was
1: like, this is a Whopper, blah, blah, blah. But, like, people were pissed. Yeah. People were not happy about oh. it. And...
0: Well, that's like when, um, was it the Xbox One, or right. was it with 360 when they added the um the Connect. And when people were in a match and they were getting beat and they would get mad, they would just shout, um, Xbox shut down, just so that the other person's system would shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's – yeah. yeah. But I
1: think the thing with the Google Home and the Alexa thing was just so crazy to people because it was like – Yeah one device controlling another device without, like, against their will. Yeah. Like, they didn't want that to happen. <laughs>
0: it should recognize your voice, not just any voice, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, though.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think we've we've gone down this rabbit hole far enough w- without losing our, our sanity, Jess. If we go any further, we might be lost forever. So I think that this would be a great time for us to go ahead and wrap up tonight's episode. Um, you have, um, you're working with our Uh, partner in crime when it comes to um, pop culture and um, nerdy things such as video games, um, the internet, and you've got your own show. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about your show and like that awesome interview that you just recently did?
1: Oh, um, I did an interview, kind of like a collaboration more than an interview, with my friend Herbert about virtual reality and augmented reality. Um, We actually did a video, which is... Cool.
0: Yeah, and you can actually find that video if you go to the GGR Facebook page, which is GGR colon The Great Geek Refuge. Um, go there and you'll see the video that Jess did. Um, or do you have it up anywhere else?
1: Yeah, it was really cool. We talked about where VR and AR have come from and where we think that it's going and the good and the bad that we think is going to come from it. And... Um, Yeah, just, like, our experiences with it. And even, like, your experiences with it, because you might not realize that you've had virtual reality or augmented reality experiences before. Yeah.
0: If any of you uh, chumps out there have ever played Pokemon Go, um, guess what? Augmented reality. Right there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you've ever seen the Black Mirror episode playtest, that's augmented reality. Yeah. Um, By the the way. um, Fuck you for mentioning that episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) And I, um, I also write articles for for GGR, too. I kind of wear two hats here. You know, I work on Rock Deep Rogue Radio, but I also do GGR, which is it's part of com. But um, if you check out one of my articles, I wrote one about the Black Mirror episode, uh, the USS Callister. I am going to be doing a follow-up episode uh, recap of Playtest because it is, it is the scariest thing I've seen in decades, and I love horror movies, and that's saying a lot. There's just not a lot of good horror out there. Black Mirror has found a way to make things that seem pretty cool really uncomfortable and unsettling and it's a really really good show so thank you jess for for bringing me back because i was totally out of it i was i watched that one episode with bryce dallas howard and i was like screw this show i am so done with this (laughs) and like you were like but seriously give it one more shot and i did and i'm I'm really really enjoying it so thank you yeah yeah um so anything do you have any other episodes coming up soon for epop or any other plans for things that you want to do
1: uh yeah, I actually have an interview coming up with two Twitch streamers slash um, Instagram social media influencers, if you will. Yeah, um, is Weird Mercy and Magic Mercy. Um, they're two friends who do like Overwatch video game memes on Instagram, and I'm gonna be doing a um an interview with them soon that I'm really excited about.
0: Well, and that reminds me too, is we just got, um, I just got a, a new follower on uh, Instagram and I'm looking for this person right now because, uh, she is also a, uh, a Twitcher as well. And we might need to, um, to talk to this person and see if we can get uh, them to, uh, to join us as well. Maybe get them on. Um, her name is hack attack gameplay, hmm. uh, but she's a podcaster um she's a twitch affiliate so maybe we see if we can get her to uh to jump on because she liked our episode that we did uh the one that me and you did about video games on ggr so
1: Mm, cool
0: and i'm sure she'll listen to this one too because i'll tag her in it and be like hey you should check this out (laughs) i don't i don't know why i just did that voice i'm sorry (laughs) on that note let's go ahead and wrap up the show um i was talking about my love of 8-bit music and I'm going to end on one of my favorite 8-bit covers they've done. Um, I was going to go right to it right now, but then Everlasting Love by Carl Calden came on, so I have to listen to this because I love this song. Okay, that's enough of that. All right, so Africa by Toto, 8-bit <laughs> version. We're going to listen to that. We're going to close out the show big thanks to Miss J. Dilla. Again, you can check her out on Epop, which if you go to iTunes, if you go to Stitcher, it's right there. You can uh, subscribe to that and listen to her awesome podcast that she does. Uh, you can check out uh, her on uh, GGR, uh, The Great Geek Refuge, on Facebook. Um, you can find anything that I'm doing, anything that anybody else at Rock Deep Rogue Radio is doing. It is radio.com. We've got a ton of great shows. We've got Vivian Perea doing her show, which is called uh, peace of mind. We've got Yo and Mika. They're doing uh, Rogue Sports. We've got uh, uh, Barbershop Talk, which is another sports talk show, which is featuring Jay Lee. It's featuring Coop. It's featuring uh, Landon. You guys can check them out, too. We've also got Real Life with Jay Lee, which is coming up next week. I will be on the episode with him. He's going to be talking about uh, the hashtag MeToo movements and kind of how men should be looking to change the way that they act and the way that they treat uh, themselves, other people, but also women more importantly. Uh, So check us out for that episode as well. Uh, But for Jay Dilla, my name is Mike Lunsford, and this has been Mike on the Mic.